Welcome back to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. I am just so tickled to have Heather Barney with me this week. Longtime government and communications director, now businesswoman, and Gainalyn Condi is here, popular author and host and speaker and mental health advocate. I was I was touched by what I read about the comments from the Chief Justice of the state of Utah, Matthew Durant, who spoke uh, at the beginning of the session, the legislative session. And he talked about, he said, it seems that distrust in all institutions, especially governments, seems to have increased exponentially. But then he went on to say, I was reminded that in Utah, whatever might be true elsewhere, government works. I do want to say with a tip of my hat to the members of the Utah legislature, who I understand have different, differing views depending on their politics on many issues, but the vast majority of what they do is bipartisan. It's over 90% of the bills that pass pass with a strong bipartisan agreement. So their ability to come together for the benefit of the people of Utah and to not take everything and try and turn it into a fundraising email just really just thrills me. Gaina Lynn, I don't know. What, speak to this if you would. I, I listened to the Chief Justice's remarks live and it was really inspiring. And it is remarkable to me that we get to live in a state where we do have diversity, we do have representation, and we have civil servants that want to donate and and wrestle with these issues and have the harder conversations and sit in committee meetings, which make me want to poke out my eyeballs. So I just want to do a shout out to them for doing that. And I am just always aware that it's so easy as humans to go us against them. And we're fatigued with our government because we are fatigued with the us against them thinking. And so when we thrive as a community, it is usually in an environment where we have diverse opinions and as as fellow KSL um commentator Boyd Matheson will say, we are willing to have the crucial conversations and invite um, differences to strengthen us as a community, not divide us. I don't believe that we as the people feel confident in that. We feel uh, disenfranchised or polarized. There's large amounts of money spent polarizing because there's benefit when one camp or one party can vilify another party and another group of people and dismiss them as, well, you voted for this individual and so you must mean you, this is your character. This is what you're about. This is everything you are. And we've stopped having conversations. Well, why? Why is this group of people still wanting to vote for this individual even after so-and-so has happened? When we don't have those conversations anymore, we never find the solutions. And so I just hope that whether it's in our interfaith conversations and relationships or it's in politics, that we start getting more comfortable with the diversity of opinions because we are better for that. Amen. Amen. Yes. To all of the above. Uh, speak to this, Heather. Well, I think we could talk all day about how or why we might have gotten to this place. And, and like you say, yes, government does work here, but there is a disconnect because so many people are unhappy and still yell and scream about it and are divisive. And when, and when you get to the point now, you can't talk to your neighbor nicely yeah. about or your son. Or, or your, or, or yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, it's even in the family. Or a brother, or whatever, without having an argument, it's so disheartening. And I don't. I think you're right. It starts with communication. But how do we 
enact that communication? How do we inspire people to do that? I didn't think we'd ever get to this level of discourse that is so negative and so divisive. And I don't know what the answer is other than just continuing to try and try mm -hmm. to talk. And, and so much of it is, I think, because people are reading stuff online that are not true and it just goes around mm -hmm. the world in two seconds and that's something that they put out as supposedly factual is not factual mm -hmm. and it just incites these feelings and then particularly I know a lot of people they just listen to things all day long you know that that speak to their viewpoint which is fine but when you never listen to the other side that's what I try to do I try it's to easier to, to dehumanize Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I try to, and a lot of this started back in my days as a press secretary, but if you're only listening to what you want to agree with all day long, it does something to you. And yeah. you it's the thinking. echo chamber. You stop yeah. thinking because you, you only think when you're challenged. Absolutely. Yeah. And you become so entrenched in how you believe you have absolutely no room to listen to anyone else. I almost wish that somehow if somebody started speaking in a way that was demeaning or dismissing of their opponent, that suddenly their voice would just cut out. <laughs> you know, like we bleep swear words. Well, if you start speaking in a way that is focused just on making me hate someone else, all of a sudden, where'd the audio go? I can't, I can't seem to hear this person and that you have to speak respectfully or you don't get your message out. The things that candidates and politicians will say now, I would have fallen off my seat if oh, yeah. some of the people I worked for said them. I would have been like, oh no, damage control, you know, to the nth degree. But now they can say anything, call people any names. They can throw out whatever they want and it's just accepted. And I just, I worked for Orrin Hatch for a long time. He'd get a little feisty, but at the end of the day, he'd always come back around and say, but they're trying harder or something like that. <laughs> yes, you know? right, right. So, so why are we surprised so that our sixth that. graders don't know how to show respect? We're not modeling it as adults. And and I, I think we're not modeling that w these are, I remember the days where I would come home and we wanted to talk about what was in the news and we wanted to talk about what was going on in government. The other day, I rarely post anything political on my social platforms, but I did do a reshare of someone that I'm excited about. And I got so much pushback just because I had shared one, like one post out of like five years. Like I rarely, rarely. And this person said, I come to your social pages because you're inspirational and, and you talk about stewardships. And I said back to them, then, you know, in 10 years, I rarely do. So just like the stewardship of mothering or the stewardship of my mental health, I'm curious, why do you support that? politician. This person didn't message me and say, hey, I saw your post, which is rare that it's political. Why are you supporting that person? Yeah. Immediately, they were shaming me that I would even yeah. voice my freedom of support. I, so, I see that all the time, too. Ladies, I, I could talk to you for the rest of the day. Will you please come back and see me again? We can absolutely. take it up right there. <laughs> absolutely. Thank you both so much. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week here on A Woman's View. If you enjoy Amanda Dixon, join us back here each weekday for news and stories important to our community. Amanda hosts Utah's Morning News from 5 to 9 on KSL News Radio.